You're listening to the Unitarian Universalist Church of Lexington podcast. Take a moment to center yourself in this space and enjoy this week's sermon. Well, good morning again. And welcome to this service. I, I'm excited for this story. I'm excited for this just here. And also, it's autumn. Have you taken notice around you this morning? <laughs> it's a beautiful autumn day. And, and what else is happening? Who, who knows what's happening? I mean, it's kind of obvious what's happening. Well, yeah, it's going to rain. Great. <laughs> what else? What other celebrations are we looking at? Halloween. Yes. What else? Day of the Dead. And what else? Oh, election. Oh, my goodness. Okay, that's for next week. If you want to hear about election day, come next week. Uh, <laughs> Christmas? Oh, boy. Yes. Yes, that's true. Thanksgiving's coming up. Yes. There's another celebration this weekend that is very closely linked with Halloween. Sawin. Yes, Sawin. Wonderful. This time of year, far and wide, into time immemorial, and I'm sure into the future, people pause this time of year across cultures, across thousands of religions, many of which no longer are with us, but they've paused, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, this time of year and taken notice. Have you taken notice right now? Can you feel why all these cultures and religions felt that the veil between life and death, past and future was thin, right? Can you feel that? For many of them, it had to do with the gods and spirit. And for many people today, it still does. For me, I look to this time and I go, oh, I remember a poet, Robert Browning, autumn wins you best by this, it's mute appeal to sympathy for its decay. A mute appeal to sympathy for its decay. It is so beautiful in this transitional time between life and death, this season right here. So what are some of the interesting stories from religions around this time of year? Does anyone know? There's a lot of them. There's one on my mind this morning because we have trees and we're surrounded by trees. It comes from um, the the old ways of my ancestors (laughs) way back. The Norse myths. The story of Yggdrasil, the world tree. Who's familiar with that story? The story of Yggdrasil, the world tree. It's a great story, right? I love myths. Myths point to some interesting truths that humans struggle and toil with just it's a part of being human right whether it's the story of the norse myths or a christian myth or a myth that is emerging in our lives whatever however we want to name it it points to some interesting ideas and truths but yggdrasil is interesting i won't give you the whole thing because um if you've ever read the eddas it goes on and on and on um but there's this tree it's a massive tree it's an ash tree and the roots go so deep They don't just go through this world, but they go through nine worlds. 
<laughs> nine worlds. I only know about this one. I don't know about the other worlds. Nine worlds. And it's tended by three women in this story over and over and over and over and over again called the Norns. You don't need to remember who the Norns are, but I think it's really cool. It's these three women who are just tending the roots of these tree. And what do you think the Norns represent, these three women? Someone knows their Norse myths over here. <laughs> Past, present, and future. Continually tending to the past. Continually tending to the present. Continually tending to the future. Now, whether or not that's a true myth, that's kind of cool, I think. It, it, it really tells us something about what human, human beings value, what human beings love. That's part of why we're here today on this Eve of Samhain and Halloween, all souls, all saints, whatever you call it. Now, there's something that's worried me. Um, I worry that in the West, we've forgotten how to honor our ancestors. It really does worry me. Um, and I feel that there's a hunger for that. Who's into genealogy work here? Okay, cool. <laughs> Who's found some surprises in your genealogy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> I've talked to some of you about those surprises, right? Uh, you don't, it's so easy these days. You're like, oh, I'm related to this person. Wow, what a surprise. I think there's a hunger in that to know where we come from, what has led into who we are and who we are becoming and to ask the question, what is our responsibility to our ancestors? What is our responsibility to our ancestors? To remember. Cool, that was all at once. That was, yeah. What else? Remember honestly. Yeah. The lessons they might offer us. Serve the future. Yeah. Carry on traditions. Tell your stories. Make reparations. Cool. I think something way back here. No. Anything else? Make them proud. Live a life that they would have liked you to live. Huh. Any other things? Forgiveness. <laughs> Repair. Yeah. I can speak as someone who comes from a family who's, <laughs> if we're imagining this tree, right, the roots have been severed in many ways. It takes a long time to repair that, to be honest about that, to tell those stories and to really dig deep into it. So this is part of why we're here and why I love this time of year. I mean, between October and December, I'm just, I love it. It's just wonderful. All these celebrations of light and memory and everything. I encourage you in this service today, but not just today, as autumn unfolds and winter greets us, <laughs> it, it will greet us. And then it thaws into spring 
and then the brightness of summer, and then over and over and over again. Think of your ancestors, those who've come before you. And it doesn't have to be people. Beloved pets you've had, pets you've heard stories about in your family. Pets in this church, we have pictures of pets that were church pets. Some we don't know the stories anymore. Some there are famous stories. Clyde, the unicat. <laughs> Those who are laughing know Clyde. Here's a quick story about Clyde. Clyde was a church cat. And this is a legend. There was a minister many years ago. And of course, there's been ministers in this church, right? Surprise. Oh, um, but many years ago, Charlie Cast, may he rest in peace, may his memory live on. Charlie Cast was getting ready to be installed as the minister. I always love language around ministers. It sounds like you're getting a dishwasher. <laughs> installed as the minister <laughs> um and before the ministers processed in and it's a grand affair if you've never seen a unitarian universalist minister installed before ministers process in looking like they're all at hogwarts with their black robes and stoles and everything before they all processed in clyde the unicat marched down the aisle and sat in charlie's chair <laughs> It's stories like that. Stories that Clyde, I would never knew that cat, but stories that animals bring joy, right? Stories that other humans in our lives have brought joy and sometimes sadness, sometimes struggle, but to still tell those stories as hard as they might be to connect us to our roots as individuals, as families, as a people, right? And so this Halloween, this Samhain, this All Souls, this All Saints, may you be mindful of your ancestors, whoever they are, whatever they are. And may you just take a moment to pause, connect, feel it, and tell people the stories. Blessed be. Amen. I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. If you would like to learn more about us, please visit our website at www.ucl.org, where you can find more information about our grounds, staff, and upcoming events. You can also subscribe to our e-news there and learn about our virtual service offerings. We'll see you next week.